Welcome to this episode of Talk Commerce, a very spooky episode. I'm going to be changing up the format a little bit. Not a lot. You're going to see more conversations from founders and entrepreneurs and less tech talk. I'm hoping this is a quiet relief to many listeners. I'm also going to be changing around my intros a little bit. You can also look for two posts per week through the end of the year. I'm going to focus on a commerce post and an entrepreneur post. Today I have Tian Lan Weber, who is with One Step Checkout, a fantastic Magento extension that helps you increase ROI at checkout. Today's theme is how you can get more sales by reducing your friction in your channel. Inline gives us four great points to make your store more successful and increase your ROI and sell more stuff because that's what we really want to do. This is the spooky Halloween version of Talk Commerce. Enjoy it! Talk Commerce is sponsored by Haifa, or as the Europeans say, Hufa, or the right way to say it, Hufa is rapidly becoming the biggest Magento front end after Luma. For those who don't know it, Luma is the basic theme that comes with Magento, and it is giantly slow. If you're looking for a template-based front end with the fastest loading times in the e-commerce industry while saving costs on development time and hosting infrastructure, Hufa is your best option. Everybody loves a fast site, including Google. Improve your Google ranking and conversion rates and make your customers happy. Learn more at hyva.io. That's hyva.io. My name is Brent Peterson, and I'm your host. Please remember to subscribe wherever you download your podcasts. And now, Talk Commerce. Welcome to this spooky holiday edition of Talk Commerce. Today I have Tianlan Weber from One Step Checkout, and she has done a much better job of her costume and background than I have. Tianlan, why don't you go ahead Introduce yourself, tell us what your day-to-day role is, and one of your passions in life. Hello, I'm Tian Lan Weber. I work for One Step Checkout. So I guess most people know me, otherwise, One Step Checkout is the main Magento extension to reduce cart abandonment for Magento 1 and Magento 2. My passion in life, it's e-commerce and drumming. I also like dress up and appearing on podcasts. Excellent. Thank you. And so today, before we get into our regular content, I'm going to tell you a joke. And then you are going to tell me if that joke should be free or if we could charge for it. Ready? Ready. (laughs) Okay. I found out my girlfriend is really a ghost. I had my suspicions the moment she walked through the door. It should be free. Good. All right, Tianlan, I know today is Halloween, so I dressed up in my Doctor Who Christmas sweater, which I have my holidays completely mixed up. 
And you are very well appointed in a, a scary outfit with a spanner stuck in your head. And you even have a great background. I appreciate that. But we let's talk about the scary state of the economy and things coming. And then I think let's put it into context of what merchants can be doing to make sure that they're getting everything they can out of their website. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, not very funny. The current state of the economy is pretty gloomy. We actually, I noticed that in New York, when I went for Midmerchant to New York, it was not as vibrant as 2018 and 2019 when I went. And even the locals like Eric and Laura was telling, was saying that's a bit more dangerous, lots of homeless people in the street. And uh, I guess here in Europe, we hear all the news about inflation, war in Ukraine. And uh, yeah, worldwide inflation is around 8.2% for the last 12 months. In the US, it's yeah around 8%. In Europe, it's around 10%, but with big discrepancies between countries like France, where I live, which is like 6%. And countries where Anton, our magenta to expert, lives in Estonia, where it's like 25%. So, yeah, pretty big. Yeah, and so I know that there are ways in which this can, can help. And one-step checkout is at the end of the funnel, let's say, at the checkout process. And I, you mentioned that you had done a article with Forbes about some points in which merchants can look or work through the checkout process. Why don't you explain a little bit about what that was about? Yeah, we partner up with Natasha Tsunamer, who is a Forbes Finance Council member, to talk about this context and what e-commerce merchants can do as quick wins to get more sales these holidays. So it's all about getting a market share because consumers will have less spending power so the competition will be really fierce among all the brands and you need to offer an experience that really appeals from the moment that people, like even before people land on your website up to the end of your online sales funnel. So today I'm happy to share with you those four quick wins and, and they should be, a lot, uh, most of them should be implementable before this holiday season. So that's the good news. All right, so let's just t- let's tell us the four points and then let's go into detail on each one of them. Yeah, so the first point is to have a fast check, sorry, <laughs> a fast website, a good performing website. Most will go to your website if there it's loading in more than two seconds, they're going to leave and go to another website. So performance is key here and throughout the whole browsing experience, you need to make sure that it loads fast enough so that people don't leave and find items that they want, gift ideas, and put them into their carts. So that would be so, by using themes like Huva, for example, on Magento 2, that makes the whole experience much faster and even helps you score rank higher in the search results so as to capture more traffic. So that's number one. Number two. Okay, so, uh, yep. Yep, go ahead, sorry. Number two is around shipping. So with COVID, we saw that buy online pickup in store or click and collect is very popular and sales going through those channels are growing faster than e-commerce itself. So given that most most of the time those 
shipping methods are more cost efficient. It costs nothing for the retailer to just have people come and pick it up. It's going to be very useful for consumers who can't afford those extra five, ten dollars for shipping. So that was number two. Offer more flexible shipping methods, including cost-effective ones. Third one is offering flexible payment methods. And for the last couple of years, Buy Now Pay Later has been very popular as well because they allow consumers to pay, let's say, in four installments every fortnight, but without paying any interest. So that helps when the budget is very strained to break it down into a longer period so you get your paycheck and you don't pay anything on top of that. So offering payment methods that consumers like need for the holiday seasons is a big factor for to drive conversion. And last but not least, having a good checkout that removes all friction from the checkout experience and allows consumers to place their order without forcing them to create an account or look for coupon codes that you might not have or filling a lot of fields that will allow you to convert all that traffic and your efforts along the online sales funnel into an actual order. So three out of the four are at the end of the funnel, which is probably pretty common that once they get through number one, if it's fast enough, they're going to they're gonna want to buy something. What If you start at the top of the funnel with speed, the Google has changed its, its algorithms to now put more weight on the speed of your site. And if, let's just say, so one-step checkout d- supports more than just Magento, right? There, there are other platforms that you're supporting. So for now, we are looking at supporting Shopware 6, but the priority is to, to support Magento 2, and which makes Magento 2 much faster and is adding the sexy back into Magento. Adding the sexy back in, is that what you said? Yep. That's good. <laughs> okay. So having that sub two-second load time, which in the past, first Magento especially has been unheard of. So some of the tools, I guess, people could use to help with that would just be Google Lighthouse and Google PageSpeed Insights, right? Exactly. Another resource that I found very useful and entertaining was a deck of slides by John Hughes from, it was a hundred slides, but very funny ones about page speed, why, what you can do, and all the tips. We can add the links to the notes of this podcast, but this is a fantastic... Perfect. Yeah, I will add the, I will add that to all the show notes. All right, so let's move on to shipping. So I think in the U.S. anyways, shipping, free shipping is the thing, and Amazon is really driving that. Do you recommend that merchants do free shipping? So that's a strategic decision based on your cost of goods sold, your pricing, your competitors. So I can't say you have to offer free shipping or you have to include shipping in your item price. I think depending on categories and consumers, there might be different strategies that work better for you. But yeah, consumers, one of the key reasons for card abandonment is when consumers see extra cost at the end of checkout. So that often happens when checkout is on two pages with the first page with the item price and then the second page with tax 
shipping or additional costs. So that's a big driver. Either you state upfront how much your shipping is going to be, or you put a threshold of uh, when shipping becomes free. And that works quite well to get consumers to pile up their cart and reach that threshold that makes sense for you financially. But yeah, the most important is to be very upfront and not have any surprises when shoppers go to the end of checkout and see the final cost they have to pay. Yeah, and I can say from experience that I have dropped out of the cart many times when I get to the end and suddenly shipping is a quarter of the cost of the entire order. And I automatically go to Amazon then because A, I know that the sh- there's no shipping and then B, I also know that it's going to come in two days. The other, I think the other good strategy in terms of shipping, and I do agree that showing shipping up front is such an important thing to do, um, if you were to have a threshold of, say, if you spend 50 euros or $50 and then you get free shipping, I think that's something that I appe- that appeals to me and it also gets me to spend a little bit more money. So if you're at $49, you search like crazy on what is that $2 item I can get to get my free shipping. Maybe talk exactly. a little bit I about... Exactly, I do the same. I even look for the... the- product that is the same as shipping. If shipping is $10, I'd be like, oh, I get that $10 item, so I can have it for free. Yeah, absolutely. And if merchants are very clever, they would also do maybe a little scale that says, here's how close you are to get to free shipping. And if you just add this one more thing, and if they're very clever, they would add some extremely high high profit items as incentives to get over that shipping amount. So say you're at $9 and they have something that they charge $9 for, but they pay a dollar for it. Hey, buy this item and you'll get over your free shipping. There's so many tactics that merchants could use if they start thinking about the behavior of consumers. And as a merchant, too, I think you should be looking at what your competitors are doing and trying to make sure that you're not missing out on something like that. So, for example, if your competitor is just offering free shipping, but every item is a little bit more expensive, there's a reason for it. I think we've seen that on Amazon. Sometimes those really cheap things are more expensive because there's free shipping. And you mentioned that earlier about the free shipping part of it. The other one, the second one, or the third one you mentioned was flexible payments. And you mentioned uh, buy now, pay later. Talk a little bit about that. Yes, I've been following the buy now, pay later trend for two, three years now. And it all started in Australia. And today there are probably a dozen brands who offer buy now, pay later. The most popular in the US would be Affirm and in Europe might be Klarna. And the whole objective, what I find very interesting is that it's a win-win for consumers and for merchants. The merchants pay a little bit more with their, in terms of fees, but consumers get to pay uh, to slice their payments over six weeks and sometimes more without pay, paying in any interest. So it's great for them, especially when they, are, they don't have much budget. And, and it showed to drive a lot more conversion. And also a lot of those brands, they have their own app, they have their own consumer database. So they give exposure to their own merchants through their apps. So let's say on the Klarna apps, you will say you will have or buy from X brand 
and then consumers will go directly from the Klarna app to that brand instead of going through Instagram ads or Google search. Yeah, and I think the other thing would be to make sure that they're at least saving the token for the credit card at checkout. So second time around, you don't have to enter all that information. Talk a little bit about that friction that happens in shipping and payment in your checkout. Yeah, so, yeah, as I said, the number one reason for card abandonment is a high shipping cost. So that's why it makes sense to offer various options. And buy in store, buy online pickup in store is an interesting one. And uh, yeah, we've partnered with a French Magento extension provider called WireMind that does very good quality extensions to allow that and add all these options. So the, this is um, the more payment and shipping options you offer, the less friction you get because consumers want certain options. And if you don't have them, they will go elsewhere. So for shipping, that's a great one. And for payments, either they, one of the reasons why they leave a website is also when they don't trust the website, they have never heard of that brand before, that the item is interesting, and they don't want to leave their credit card details. So in that case, they would rather, for example, use PayPal. And so it's a good one to offer as well. Just going back to the shipping, I spoke with somebody earlier who said that they clicked on an Instagram ad and they were they needed something for a holiday. I don't remember the holiday, but they needed it by a specific date. And they said the shipping would be three to five days. Their date was two weeks out, so there was plenty of time. The two weeks came and went and there, the, nothing was ever shipped. Talk about the importance of maybe some reviews and having that knowledge that, hey, that item is actually going to get there on time. Because I think sometimes people also want to know that I'm going to buy this and I need this. And if I don't get it in this amount of time, I'm going to go somewhere else. Yep. So I guess there are two things here. One is setting expectations. So having the right information, the accurate information about when the item is going to arrive at your place is important. The other day I went to a local merchant and they have their own calculation and algorithm saying, oh, for shipping it might be three, four days, but then they don't, it's not accurate. It doesn't really talk to the carrier. So it's not that trustworthy. So if you can the right timing and specify information about when the order is going to be processed, when it's going to be packed, when is it's going to be shipped, and based on how far the consumer is, how long it's going to take to be shipped, that would be the best. But yeah, otherwise it's better to overestimate the shipping time than underestimate and then disappoint. All right, so let's get then to the... Oh, we've talked a lot about frictions. Tell us about how maybe how once the checkout can help reduce that friction with the client at checkout. Yeah, after shipping cost being the number one reason for cart abandonment, the second one is forcing consumers to create an account. So how many times have you been to a website where you click on cart, I want to pay, and then you have that page that says, Log in or create an account and you can't do anything. You can't pay, you can't get your item. And 25% of consumers leave at that point. 
So with One Step Checkout, we've been addressing that, thanks to feedback from a lot of our merchants and clients. And what we do is we allow to create an account by simply using all the information that anyone would enter when they fill out their shipping details. So email, first name, last name, address. And the only thing you need to add is, is a small tick box where consumers can enter their passwords twice and that creates an account for them. So we call it seamless account registration and it replaces that account creation wall that is making 25% of people leave. Do you find at that stage some people forget that they have an account and they fill out all that information? How do you get around the idea that they go through that, they forgot that they created an account, and then they click, and then it comes back and says, you already have an account, please enter your password, and then they've forgotten their password, and by the time they get around to finding it, they've left because they forgot they were even what they were ordering. Yeah, that happens quite a lot. So, yeah, I think we also allow people to check out as guests and then have the account reconciliation later. After, I have to get back to you on that, but I think that would be the sensible thing to do because you absolutely don't want people to be stopped at that point when they're ready to give you money and to pay for that item. Talk a little bit about the idea of one-step checkout, what, like the reason why it's called one-step. I think that's obvious, but a lot of people don't think through all the different steps that they have to go at checkout. So it all started with Magento 1, and back then, checkout was six steps. So it made a massive difference to have all those steps into just one page above the fold with one single button that says order now. So you can fill out all your fields and not click any next button, just one big button, order now. So it's making sure that there's almost nothing you have to do, make sure you complete checkout. How about making sure that users, uh, the right address and things like that, I'm assuming integrates with other platform, other services that help find exactly. the right address. Yeah, go ahead. The key advantage of our product is that we integrate with 90% of the third party extensions that are out there. So address validation, that works really well. Tax calculation, shipping estimates, any shipping extension, hundreds of payment extensions. So whatever you need, you can integrate it with One Step Checkout. All right, I wanna switch directions just slightly. Are you seeing the same amount of people on Magento 2 using your services or do you feel like it's declining right now? So with Magento 2, we could see that it's on the other side of the product maturity curve. The number of installations and number of orders for Magento 2 has been slowing down. But as I said, with Hoover, it's been picking back up. So that's why I'm saying it's bringing sexy back. And so a lot of, uh, I would say, yeah, big proportion of new orders from WhatsApp Checkout from Magento 2 are driven by Hiva themes. So you would, you could say that Haifa is changing, Hufa is cha is saving Magento from the doldrums, <laughs> from the tomb. Let's say that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So if you have something that we started off with spooky and scary, what would be the biggest thing you could tell a merchant that they should think about for their website and for their checkout process? 
I would say, yeah, performance is key. So today people don't want to wait. Most people would buy their holidays gifts on mobile. So it has to be mobile friendly, loading really fast, allowing them to browse and, or even guiding them into what would be the most interesting, the best selling products, because people are also looking for inspiration and then removing friction all the way through to check out and let them place their order without asking them for too many questions or asking them to do too many things. So a lot of, uh, a lot of that friction is also in you know, all the pop-ups. Subscribe to our newsletter, get $5 off for this, do this, do that, and you're like, go away, go away, I want my product. And then someone calls you, you do something else, and then you go to another website to shop. Yeah, that's that's a great point. I, I do. I've had quite a few guests that say love. You learn to love the pop up, but make sure you don't have the pop up in checkout. Yeah. Because it, I agree, it's so annoying when you're typing in. All of a sudden, you get the pop up and says that says enter your email address and subscribe to our newsletter. When you could have a checkbox in your checkout that says I'm good, I'd like to subscribe to your newsletter because <laughs> you're putting exactly. in your email address anyways. Okay. Yeah, that's a really great point. Pop-ups, pop-ups, especially in mobile. I think the other thing is that still are thinking desktop first, and we've talked about performance. We talked about friction in the checkout. Friction in the checkout is even more when you're on mobile because it's so much smaller. So having that easy-to-use navigation is so important. Do you have any words of advice for people to enter as little as possible for the checkout for mobile? You mean for consumers? No, for a merchant. Is there anything that they can do to reduce the amount of things? Like you, you said that having options for shipping, but I think at some point if you have so many options, that's too many options to show on your mobile phone. Is it recommended that you have as little options or making sure that they don't have a lot of options? Or even that's where the free shipping would come in, where they don't even have to choose shipping because it's free. Anything that in, that helps merchants check out on mobile quicker? Yeah, that's, that's in, an interesting point, and I've seen it with um, a lamp company. So they are the biggest in Europe. They have lamp.de, illuminations.co.uk, lamp.fr, and 13 lamp sites across Europe. And for all their websites, they, have, they almost removed the shipping section because they have one carrier, one shipping cost, and you don't have to choose. So that makes the whole checkout form much shorter and it's quicker. People don't have to wonder, oh, what do I want? It just tells you what you're going to have and that's it. So you'd say they're helping us shed new light on the checkout process. Yep, they help, yep, they help simplify the whole thing. And I guess they've seen that consumers are happy with that. So why give the choice when, you know, it's the best option for you as a merchant, and consumers are happy. Excellent. Tianlan, we are running out of time. And as a bonus on the episode, I do want to do another free joke because it's Halloween, and I have a Halloween joke for you. And then we're going to go into our shameless plug. But before we get there, I do have a special Halloween segment joke for you today. So, again, this one is free or paid. Are you ready? Ready. Why did the policeman ticket the ghost on Halloween? It didn't have a haunting license. <laughs> Paid with subscription. 
<laughs> Excellent. Good. All right. Tian Lan, thank you so much. As I close out every episode, I give our guests a chance to do a shameless plug about anything you'd like. What would you like to plug today? The only thing I didn't mention was that Natasha Tsunama from the Forbes Finance Council is the CEO of Opti, O-P-T-T-Y, and that's an innovative platform that allows you to acquire and manage all your buy now, pay later brands all in one space. So that's really cool because depending on your country, not all the favorite brands are the same. And if you operate in lots of different countries, you can acquire them all at once. And then in the panel, you can see who is performing better and you can dial up, dial down based on your storefronts. So that really helps consumers have the preferred payment methods. And in terms of integration, that helps all the hassle of talking to each of the brands integrating them into your Magento to checkout and then seeing which one works for you. So Excellent. yeah, for one, it's not a plug for one-step checkout, but uh, for Opti. And that is compatible with one-step checkout as well. So it's like a Lego block. You have one-step checkout, you plug Opti, and from Opti, you can have access to 60 buy now, pay later brands. Very cool. Thank you so much. And I will put all these in the show notes, and I will try to get this episode live as soon as possible so we are not so far away. Today is Halloween, and it won't go live today, I'm afraid, but we should have done a live stream. That would have been a good idea. Anyways, thank you so much for being here today, Tianlan, who also helps on the Magento Association. I appreciate all your work, and she's now showing us a nice sticker for one-step checkout. I would encourage everybody to go there for their Magento 2 sites, and I would encourage everybody to use Hufa. Our newest, Hufa is our newest uh, sponsor for Talk Commerce, so I'm very ah, excited about know. that as well. There yes. you go. I wasn't even paid to talk about them. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Have a great evening. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for making it to the end of this episode of Talk Commerce. Please rate this episode wherever you download your podcasts. We are actively looking for people to participate in the free joke project. Go to talk-commerce.com and sign up for your free spot on the free joke project. If you are a business, I will do a 30-second elevator pitch in the spot to help promote your business. That's talk-commerce.com.